right. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, everybody, to our March 2019 Healing Clinic. I am so happy and so excited to be able to do this uh, with you guys. Hello, everybody that is joining in on Facebook. Um, just to let you guys know, we will not be streaming this full um, healing clinic on Facebook, just the teaching part. So um, only those who registered and who are tuned in in our online location uh, get the full uh, healing clinic, the ministering um, afterwards. All right, one second, guys. There we go. All right, had to adjust my mic. And again, thank you. I hope you all can hear me uh, more clearly now. I do see you guys on Facebook. So let's dig in. Let's, first of all, begin uh, with prayer. Father, we thank you. We glorify you uh, for this healing clinic. Lord, let your will be done as it is in heaven right here on earth today. We thank you that your word is still true. And we thank you, Lord. Hold on, there we go. Okay, I'm not sure if you all could hear me, but I thank, thank you, Father, Father, we're praying. I thank you, Lord, that you're still a healer, you're still our provider, and we glorify and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, Facebook is going nuts. I love everybody tuning in. Please grab your pen, paper, Bible. I am so ready to dig in to this word. Uh, for those who have called in, uh, we do have visual. We got some stuff on the screen for you today. So if you want to see that, uh, pop in and you'll be able to see uh, what we are showing on the screen. Let's dig in today talking about when heaven invades earth, when heaven invades earth. Now, if, if heaven is going to invade earth, we have to know what in the world is heaven for real? I mean, what actually is heaven? What is that? What, 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 what does, does that, that mean? mean? What, what is, is that, that all about? about? And, and how, how in the, the world, world does intercession, intercession play a part with, with this? this? Hmm. So, so uh, the, the very, very first talk, the first time in the Bible that someone talked about heaven's invasion was in Matthew 3 and 2, okay? And it was spoken by a prophet, and, and Matthew 3 and 2 says this, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand or has come near to you, okay? That's the very first uh verbiage of when heaven comes here to earth. Now, bear with me, guys. The first thing that it says in this, we have to dissect uh, this scripture. First thing it says is repent. Now, what in the world does repentance have to do with heaven? Okay. Now, the deal is a lot of us think repenting is just saying, you know, I'm sorry, Lord, forgive me, you know, for my sins. A lot of us equate 
that to what repentance is. But my question to you is, how is it that people can say, I'm sorry, but the next day go do the very same thing that they said I'm sorry for? Okay? How, how, how in the world can that be, guys? I got an echo. Hold on. There we go. Echo should... Hold on, guys. There we go. I'm fixing it for you. Hold on. One more second, guys. A second. Okay. One more moment, guys. Okay. Hopefully, that will work for you. Hopefully, hopefully. One more minute, guys. Thank y'all for telling me to. think I got it. There we go. All right, I got it fixed. Hopefully there's no echo. Let me know, guys. Uh, let me know, too, you all who are uh, tuning in um, elsewhere. Can everybody hear me? Somebody chat with me, too. Rolanda, tell me if y'all hear me good. Okay. All right. Thanks, Courtney. Okay. I think we're good. Let me know, somebody, in chat. There we go. Jonathan, can you hear me good? Bear with me, guys. All right, I think we're good. All right, so how in the world does repentance, saying I'm sorry, people, you know, people say I'm sorry all the time now, but how is it that people can say I'm sorry and they do the exact same thing a week or a month later? You get what I'm saying? So you can be sorry for doing something, but not change the reason why you actually do it. Anybody know, know people like that? How many times have we went to the Lord repenting for doing something, but then a, a, a couple of months later, we write back doing the very same thing that we just repented for in the first place. I know y'all don't do that stuff. I'm just saying, right? So just to say, I'm sorry, can be a lot of lip service, guys. All right? Now, real repentance, if you go back and really do some research, metanoia, that's what it means in the Greek. Meta meaning after, noia, which means to think, to perceive, to understand. So uh, when you look at that, repentance is a little bit more than just saying I'm sorry, okay? It's actually being... It means to be led to understand that the way that you're going 
is going to lead you somewhere you don't want to go. Okay. Uh, uh, another Greek word, metanoia, uh, uh, meta meaning after, uh, avoya means madness. Let me explain it. Go look up what repentance means. Uh, repentance also means madness. There are so many people who are, are battling in their minds, battling emotionally. They are becoming mad. Why? Because they won't change the way they think. Okay? They won't think differently afterwards. How many times have you done something you don't change and it's driving you crazy? <laughs> we got so many people who are going through emotionally. Why? Because they don't think, perceive, and understand after things have happened. Okay? So a, a lot of people are not sorry. That's just flat out it. But uh, 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 real repentance is changing your life before it leads you to madness. Let me say that one again, okay? Real repentance means I'm looking after the fact that what I did, because look at, look at, let's break down meta, mean change. I'm looking at what has happened that's not good, and, and I'm going to change after the fact that I did. I'm going to think differently after I, since I've done this, since I've acted this way, uh, since this thing has happened to me, I am going to get in a place of a changed mind. I'm going to repent. Mm, I'll explain a little bit more <laughs> in just a second. Good Lord. Now, Repentance means to think okay. differently afterwards. It's a right. afterthought. I'm talking about it's different thinking from what you thought before you got caught up, before you got in trouble. It's a change of mind. And that change of mind is going to manifest a change in your conduct. Oh, boy. Okay? It means you're going to alter your mindset and your purpose. That's what real repentance means. Okay, it's a change in life. It's a change in practice. Yeah, it's that. actually a, a reforming okay, your life. I put live. It's your life and conduct. In Second Corinthians seven and ten, it says this: distress or stress, being stressed out, that drives us to God. Does that? It turns us around. It gets us back in the way of salvation. We never regret that kind of pain. But those who let distress drive them away from God are full of regrets. They end up on a deathbed of regrets. So it's to think differently afterwards. Now, John the Baptist, y'all remember him. John the Baptist was preaching repentance. And what was so funny was, John the Baptist was even preaching this to believers. He was preaching about a change in life, a change in your manners. Now, let, let's look at the church here. The Jews, when John the Baptist were, was preaching this, the Jews became corrupt. They became wicked. They didn't see that they needed to repent. They didn't see, because remember, repentance means a change in the way you think. Okay, we got a lot of people in the church today who don't think they need to deal with or change the way they think about stuff. 
Okay, so they didn't see the need for all this repentance. The Pharisees became so religious with their tradition, meaning as long as you go to church every Sunday, as long as, uh, uh, um, you know, I, I go to Bible study and I pray and all this stuff, I, I don't need to repent. All right, so they got so tied up in, in church that they didn't see the need to to uh, uh, get a... a, a new mindset. Then you got the Sadducees who became segregated, meaning they only dealt with their people, their, you know, it was segregation going on because of the resurrection of the dead. Now, none of these so-called church people saw the need to repent. They, they didn't see that they need a change in mind and principles when it came to sin. They just didn't get it. We got a lot of people today that's the same way. So since we're talking about a change of mind and sin, uh, uh, what does what does sin have to do with all this? What does the mind have to do with all this stuff? You know, you got a lot of people who are saved. I, 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 we don't sin like the world does, okay? We don't sin. So what about people, you know, this ain't, you may feel like, well, this ain't, for me, you talking about folk who sinning and stuff, and, and I don't sin, hallelujah. You know, I'm talking about those people right there. So let me explain how the way you think can be tied to sin for uh, uh, some of us super saints who, of course, you don't sin because you're Jesus Christ's sister and you never do anything wrong. Sin, let me break down what sin actually is. Sin is any action, meaning anything that you do, any word that you say, any desire of yours, or any purpose or something that you don't do that is opposite of the word of God. That's what actually sin is. It's when you voluntarily violate, okay, or you, you choose not to comply with the word of God, okay? James 4 and 17 says, in fact, if you know the right thing to do and don't do it, that for you is evil. Another version says it's sin. How many of us failed to not do something? How many of us did something that was contrary to the word of God? Let's bring it all the way down here. How, how about, uh, um, you know, uh, um, um, you, you take on fear. Let, let's, let's go real, real here. Okay, the Bible tells us not to fear. Okay, but your action, even the words you say out of your mouth, okay, <laughs> your purpose to not do something because of this so-called fear is actually contrary to the word. So uh, uh, let me give you another one, anger. All right, somebody pissed you off. Your action, you slam the door, hang up the phone in their face. That's an action that's contrary to the word of God. If the word of God tells us to love our brother and our sister. So guess what? You hanging up the phone in somebody's face, slamming doors in somebody's face, not taking phone calls in somebody's face. It's contrary to the word of God. And the Bible says that's sin. Okay. But no, you don't do no sin. No, remember <laughs> you don't sin. So, but we want the kingdom of heaven to come. We want the glory to come. What is this word saying? If, uh, let's go all the way back to the purpose of this whole teaching. 
if heaven is going to invade earth, you got to get into a place of repentance, metanoia, where you begin to deal with you, where you begin to think about the stuff that you've done, the actions that you've done, the words that you've said, the desires in your heart, the reason why you do or don't do something that's not lining up with the word of God if you want heaven to come down to you, if you want the glory of God, you got to begin to deal with sin. And don't nobody like talking about sin no more. Nobody. I don't know why, but nobody wants to deal with this stuff. But we're wondering why we're sick in our bodies. We're wondering why uh, we can't, you know, prayers are not getting through. Have you dealt with your sins? Because I just told you what a real sin is. I know we think sin is sex and cussing and smoking, but the real deal, <laughs> it's your actions, your words, the reason why you do stuff and don't do stuff. That's what sin actually is. Now, what does this have to do with the way we think? All right, let me show you how our thinking and sin comes together. Check this out. Remember I told you how uh, somebody made you mad, right? Okay, so... The way you think, I'm going to help where my uh, biblical cognitive behavior therapist at. Can I get some shouts out? Because uh, let me help y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about right here. The way you think affects how you feel. Let's bring a little counseling therapy in here. So you thinking that uh, uh, Bessie don't like you, she talking about you, and because you thinking that, it's affecting how you feel. Now you feeling funny. Now remember, sin is any action, word, or purpose. Hear me now. So, Miss Bessie, uh, 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 you think she's talking about you behind your back, and now you feeling insecure. You're feeling a little bit mad, too, like how dare she talk about me behind my back. So how you feel affects how you act. So since you feeling insecure, since you feeling like she talking about you, now you, you, you starting to talk about her behind her back. And when you start acting based on how you think and feel, what did I tell you that's called? Sin. Why? Because God in his word, show me one scripture that says it's okay for you to not love your sister and brother. Even the Bible says if somebody's persecuting you, talking about you behind your back, you actually should be rejoicing. Isn't that what the be attitudes? Maybe you need to be what your attitude. I'm just saying somebody needs to change their attitude. All right. So again, how you feel affects how you act. And then how you act. Now she's talking about it behind her back, posting nasty Facebook posts behind her back and all that stuff. Come on, that is flat out sin. Flat out, I told you what sin is. You flat out not acting like God, but trying to justify it with your emotions. And you wondering why you bound up like you, <laughs> okay? So how you act based on what you think and feel is the gateway, the open door to sin. When your emotions and the way you think, you know, causes you to act and say stuff and don't do stuff, Guess what? Let me tell you what's going to happen to you. Three different things happen. You become self-destructive, meaning you hurt yourself or hurt others. Your mouth is as is, is powerful as a gun. Okay? So either you self-destruct or you isolate. How many times have you isolated yourself from church? You know, after you stop going, you, you, you delete folk off of uh, uh, Facebook. <laughs> you, you, you know, you do all this other stuff. How many times have you 
done that. All right, hold on, y'all. Got an echo? I might got something else. Let's see. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so how many times have you isolated yourself from people simply because of the way you think and feel? Guess what? Doing all those things, does that line up with the word of God? Does self-destruction line up with the word of God? Is that God? Isolating, not talking to folk, is that God or is that sin? What about uh, another thing that we do? We avoid. Talking about you, you just don't deal with it at all. But how in the world can we be healed? How in the world can we move on when we are avoiding the very thing that we need to be dealing with? So all three of those things are, guess what? Sin. I know we don't want to hear that. It would be different if you were sleeping around. It would be, you know, because you understand those sins. It's these sins, these little, little ones that's tied to our emotions that don't nobody want to hear nothing about. Ain't nobody talking about this, your nasty attitude. Nobody's saying that that's sin. I'm talking about your arrogant attitude. You think you Jesus Christ on oil sliding down the street. Nobody talks about that kind of stuff, but it's that very sin that could be hindering the kingdom of heaven, the heavenly reign of God from coming and manifesting in your life. You want the glory, but you don't want to change. You want the anointing, but you don't want to change you. You don't want to deal with you. You want God's hand, but you don't want to change your heart. I'm sorry. <laughs> We want all these things, but you got to recognize sin is sin. In Titus 2 and 12, it says this, grace arrives with its own instruction. Run away from anything that leads us away from God. Abandon the lusts and the passions of this world. Live life now in this age with the awareness and self-control, meaning awareness of what you doing and how you acting. And then it says self-control, meaning deal with it. Doing the right thing and keeping yourselves holy. Grace is here to help you. <laughs> Thank God that grace is trying to talk to you. Okay? At some point, you're going to have to realize that how you're acting is leading to misery and madness. Okay, remember, metanoia, you got to change your behavior. You got to. Now, let's deal with the psychology of repentance. Now, since we know that repentance involves the mind, meaning your mindset, there's, there's a psychological element that's involved too. Your intellect, your emotions as well, and your volitional. That means your will. I'm going to explain what I mean one by one. Intellect. What does your intellect have to do with repentance? Since repentance is a change of mindset from the current way of thinking and living, your intellect has to be in full force here. Okay? I'm talking about your emotions have to be aroused. Why? Because the deal is, we do a lot of stuff emotionally. Your emotions, I mean... It, need to get to a place where you get to a point where, you know what, I'm tired of being depressed. I'm tired of being angry all the time. I'm talking about emotionally. We all know why we don't deal with our emotions, but you ought to be 
so aroused emotionally that you're ready for change. All right. After your emotions are aroused, then your will must act. Remember, I told you it's one thing to say, I'm sorry. It's another thing to actually do something about it. So once your emotions are aroused, your will, you need to have the willpower to change. That's your intellect. All right. Next, we have the emotions. Now, you can know you're wrong. Know you need to change. Know you need to be delivered and still do stuff that doesn't glorify God. Sin, okay? Uh, uh, the deal is this, guys. Your feelings do not equate to repentance. Just because you crying, because you messed up and, and slept with somebody, that's not repentance because you feel sorry, okay? <laughs> feelings do not mean your heart is in a place of repentance. Real repentance, it, it comes with change. Now, your feelings can help push you to that place of change, but feeling repentant does not mean that you've necessarily gotten yourself in a place of repentance. And then lastly, dealing with the psychology of this is your will, okay? Because again, it's one thing to want to be free. It's one thing to want to be delivered, okay? But uh, this is the very biggest part of this, your will, your will to turn away from what you're doing or return back to God. Your will plays the biggest important part of this whole thing. When you sincerely change, you ought to become very apprehensive of sin, okay? And there should be this consciousness of conviction in your heart. Okay, meaning you, you ought to be aware of when the Holy Spirit is convicting you. All right, in order for this change to happen, it's going to require your free will and responsibility. You're going to have to take responsibility for how you're acting. What's your mouth keep? You're going to have to take responsibility for your diarrhea mouth. You got more mess coming out of your mouth. I don't know who that one is for today, but it's stinky. And again, you're going to have to shut your mouth. You're going to have to take responsibility for your actions. All right. Now, why do you, why, why, why change? Why do I need to repent? In Matthew 3 and 2, it says this, the realm of king of heaven's kingdom is about to appear. So you better keep turning away from evil and turn back to God. Why do you need to repent? And remember, repentance is more than I'm sorry. Repentance is changing after the fact, dealing with the emotions, dealing with how you act, dealing with all of that. Remember, that's what repentance is. So why? Because God's domain, God's kingdom is right here before you. King James says the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Put your hand in front of your face right now. Come on, y'all do it. Y'all do it. Look at your palm. We ain't finna read palms. Ain't no psychics here. All right, so look at your hand right now. Come on, do it, y'all. Come on, I know we were just listening, but come on, do it. Do you see your hand? That's how close the kingdom of heaven is to you. Do you get it? The kingdom of heaven is not some happy, happy place in heaven that you go to when you're dead. It's right here, right now, just as close as your hand is to your eyeball. 
Okay? When I talk about the kingdom of heaven, I'm talking about the glory of heaven, not the not not you possessing heaven when you're dead. Okay? I'm talking about his glory coming to you right now. Put your hand back in your face. The glory of God is right there, that close right now. It's 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 the state of the glory right here, right now on earth. It's his glory. So what is, why do you need to repent? Why do you need to deal with your emotions? Why do you need to change? Why do you need to deal with your attitude? Because right in your face is the glory. That's what that verse is saying. The kingdom realm of God is right here. It's right at hand. It's right in touch and in the kingdom. In heaven, there's no sickness, there's no disease, there's everything that you need. So the deal is this, if the requisite, if, if the prerequisite to the glory, if the prerequisite to me receiving healing right now, if the prerequisite for me, what's done in heaven is done in earth is repenting, I'm about to do some repenting. I'm not talking about saying I'm sorry. I'm talking about dealing with my attitude, dealing with my emotions, dealing with my motives, because guess what? The realm of heaven's kingdom is right here, right now. <laughs> His glory is right here, right now. His healing, his domain is right here before you right now. That's why you need to do this. And the deal is the kingdom demands repentance. Why? Because it's a spiritual kingdom. There can be no wicked thing in the kingdom. Nothing. That includes your attitude, your motives. It can't go there. It cannot. So if the kingdom is going to invade your life, if the heal, I'm talking about the real deal here. I ain't talking about this little pity patty stuff that folk doing in church right now. I'm talking about for real. If the nature of the king, the, 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 the kingdom of heaven, if it is going to invade your life, it's going to demand change. It's going to demand repentance. And I'll keep reminding you, I'm not talking about saying I'm sorry, Lord. Okay? It's going to demand repentance. Now, God designed that his kingdom of grace, meaning here on earth, resembles the kingdom of glory, riches in heaven. What does grace mean? Grace is favor power, the ability to do. So God designed that favor, power, the anointing, the ability to do stuff, his grace here on earth, if you're going to be able to do something on earth, that, that it has to resemble the glory of heaven. What is glory? The manifestation of his grace. All right. First Peter 1 and 13 says this, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, here we go, talking about the mind again. So that means, again, you're going to have to deal with the way that you think because your mind needs to be alert. It needs to be fully sober. Set your hope on the grace. What is grace? The, the favor, the power, the ability to do. Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you. What? You mean, yes, <laughs> it's coming to you. Set your hope on uh, heaven coming to earth right to you when Jesus Christ reveals it. And at his coming, he's coming here and now. That's the deal. Yeah, <laughs> It ain't when the big trumpet sound and the sky crack. Jesus Christ can reveal himself. He's revealing himself right now. <laughs> 
So when you get your heart and your mind ready, yeah, when you get your heart and your mind ready, I'm talking about for action. When you are actually ready, repentive, I'm talking about when you decide to make a decision to change, stay alert of the grace that's coming to you. Grace is coming. Favor is coming. Power is coming. The ability to do what you desire to do, it's coming. It's right in your face. It's at hand. Okay? It, it's coming to you. The kingdom is coming to you on earth as it is in heaven. The glory, meaning the revelation of who God really is and the grace to work the glory is going to be released to you. Let me say that one one more time. I really want you to get this. I'm almost done. When you get your heart and mind ready, get into a place of change, you're going to become aware of the grace that's on your life, the favor, the power that's coming to you. The kingdom is coming to you. But do you see what you have to do? You have to get your heart and your mind ready for action, ready, repentance. And when you begin to line yourself up, the glory, the revelation, and the grace to work the glory is going to be released in your life. It's going to be released, meaning the kingdom, the anointing. So you need to begin to work the glory. Uh-huh. Somebody say that one. Type chat that one for me. Work the glory. Because the deal is the glory, the, the manifestation of the kingdom of heaven is coming to you. You got to work the glory. All right? <laughs> work the glory. Now, how do you get it? How do you get to this place uh, of where the kingdom is coming? How, how, how do you do it? First of all, prepare yourself. The kingdom is not later. It's now. The kingdom is at hand. You're going to have to make a path in your heart for him. That means remove everything that's a hindrance to him coming in. Remove Whatever would stop the kingdom from progressing, whatever it is that's in your life, you got to remove it. In uh, Luke chapter three, verses five and six out of the Passion Translation, it says this, every dark way must be brought to the light, wrongs right, injustices removed. And anybody that's a courts of heaven studier, you know what I that you know what and how to remove injustices. Okay, every heart of pride will be humbled low before Him. Every deception will be exposed and replaced by the truth, so that everyone everywhere will be ready to see the life of God. That means in your life right now. The glory of God. Everybody will be able to see it. Everybody, everywhere, when the kingdom has come to you. Ain't no hiding it. Everybody will know. So what do you have to do? You got to deal with it. You cannot change. You cannot repent for something that you don't even recognize. It ain't going to happen. So you're going to have to come clean. You're going to have to be renewed by the changing of your thought pattern, the changing of your mind, and then you're going to have to replace the lifestyle and begin to walk in holiness. Oh, that's a word that's dinosaur. Holiness. 
And I ain't finna say the cliche, holiness is right. <laughs> Repent so that you can begin to grab hold to the grace that is available to you right now. It's available. Again, put your hand in your face. This grace, the kingdom is available, the healing, the deliverance. Because remember what's done in heaven, meaning in the kingdom of heaven can be manifested here on the earth. But it comes with you doing what you need to do. Repent. And again, I told y'all what repent is. It ain't about saying, I'm sorry, Lord. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's more than that. It's you beginning to deal with you. Metanoia. Somebody remember that one. <laughs> Metanoia. Well, that is it, guys. <laughs> That's it for this teaching. You guys, go to my website, sozohealth.today. I have a new study, a new teaching series called The Kingdom of God. It's going to show you what the kingdom of God is. It's going to help you and teach you about uh, uh, the kingdom and kingdom principles. You can go and register. It's a 10 self-paced session that you can uh, uh, do it at your own time. I gave you a little sample of some of the lessons there. You can um, go and um, sign up for that. It's online, completely online, and um, you can begin at any time. Again, that website is sozohealth.today. Well, Facebook people, unfortunately, it ends for you all right here. Um, we're going to begin to minister inner healing and deliverance from the courts of heaven and courts of healing for all of those who are tuning in. It's, it's ministry time. We're going to begin to go into prayer now uh, with those who registered for this healing, um, um, healing clinic. So thank you guys so much. Uh, who are on Facebook, and uh, that is it, guys. Be blessed, Facebook. All right, everybody. Not over for you guys yet. <laughs> One second, guys. Right, you all can chat with me. Let me know you can hear me clearly. Y'all can hear me good. Keisha, you can hear me good. Let me know. Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Thank you, thank you. All right. Let's just take a moment before we go into prayer and just begin to worship. Let's set the atmosphere for what we're about to do. Set the atmosphere. The Lord has endowed you with praying in the Holy Ghost. Begin to pray in the Spirit now. We enter into His presence now.
baixo. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, keep praying. Keep praying in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Jesus. Lord, we come tonight into your courtroom today, God, to present ourselves, to present our lives before you. We're here to repent for any sin that we've committed against your word. We repent, Lord, any sin. And we, we declare change right now. We're committing to change today. We ask that you show us any sins that could have been used against us by the enemy so that we can come to you in repentance. Lord, we're asking for forgiveness and we're asking you to cleanse us by the blood of Jesus. Lord, we understand in heaven only truth prevails. Everything is brought out into the open. Our life is examined before you. Yeah, the enemy uh, uh, wants to make sure that everything we've done wrong is brought up too. So we ask that you wash us with the blood of Jesus that sets us free and washes away our sin. Lord, in your word, you say that you're able to keep us from stumbling and to present us faultless before the presence of your glory with exceeding joy. And we ask you to move us from uh, the courtroom of judgment to the throne room of grace and mercy and remove any veils that are over our eyes of understanding so that we can see the truth in the areas where we've been blinded. Show us patterns of wrong thinking that's built up strongholds in our minds and, and uh, uh, pull those strongholds down, Lord. Help us to think and see things correctly as you see them. And we declare that we'll embrace your truth and walk in it with your help. Lord, thank you for your grace and mercy and for the blood of Jesus that paid the price for our sins, a debt we couldn't pay for. Lord, we ask right now that, that you will move right now as we petition you. Lord, your word says that I acknowledge my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Lord, you said to reconcile all things to you, whether things on earth or things in heaven having made peace through the blood of the cross. So we proclaim right now that we've been justified and accepted to be able to stand before you and present our, our petitions 
because of the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We're going to keep praying, guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we, we stand before you. And because of our repentance right now, we can stand. And Lord, we, we bring up every emotion that we're dealing with. Some people are battling with depression. Some people are battling with insecurities. We bring you all of our negative emotions that are oppressing us right now. Whatever that emotion is, for those who are battling emotionally, whatever that emotion is, tell them, I bring it before you right now, whatever it is. If it's anxiety, anxiety. Lord, I bring anxiety before you right now. If it's anger, Lord, I bring anger before you right now. If it's insecure, I, Lord, I bring insecurity to you right now. Whatever it is that you're battling, whatever emotion that's keeping you oppressed, bring it to him right now. And we thank you for your word that has an answer for every problem that, that we're dealing with. It, it, your word has an answer for every problem that's demanding our attention and trying to consume our thoughts. You say, it seems like times that our soul melts from heaviness, strengthening me according to your word. Strengthen us, Lord. We recognize that all these emotions belong to the kingdom of darkness, not the kingdom of heaven. All of this negativity, everything we just spoke that we brought to you, Lord, it, it doesn't belong in heaven. It, it comes from the kingdom of darkness. Your word says that you have delivered us from the power of darkness and you've translated us into the kingdom of your dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood even the forgiveness of sin. Lord, translate us right now. Yes, Father. The kingdom of Jesus Christ is the kingdom of light. So we ask for more light in our life right now. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Your word is the light that causes darkness, the darkness that's attacking us to flee away from us. We ask that you place a supernatural hunger within us to want to feed our spirit man with your word that brings light. Your word says, unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. You're gracious. You're gracious, Lord. You're full of compassion and righteousness. Lord, as we read the word, the darkness will flee from us. The depression will flee from us. The anger, the emotions will flee from us because darkness won't have any place to live. We proclaim that, that with your help, Lord, we'll, we won't be anxious for anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, we present our request to you and the peace of God. How we receive the peace right now over our minds right now, the peace of God. Yes, God, that, that transcends all understanding will guard our hearts and our mind in Christ Jesus. I thank you for your word that says you will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because we trust in you. Comfort us and let not our heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Lord, I thank you 
that you will rescue us from every evil demonic attack and you'll bring us safely to the kingdom. Yet yeah, your heavenly kingdom, the place of peace, the place of joy, the place of mental stability. I thank you right now that you're rescuing us right now. Yet yeah, to you be the glory forever and ever. We speak to our soul right now. Yet yeah, we speak to our soul, our will, our mind, and our emotions. Find rest in God alone. Our hope comes from you because you alone are our rock and our salvation. You are our fortress and you will not be shaken. We even prophesy, may the God of hope fill us with all joy and pieces as we trust in you so that we may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. We believe your word that it says that everything is possible to him that believe in you. We believe you right now. We believe that you sent your word to heal and deliver us tonight. We believe that, that you're filling us with your joy. And we thank you that you brought forth us joy. You've chosen to give us gladness. We can be confident in, in this, that he who began a good work in us will carry it out to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Lord, you said that you're leaving us with a gift, peace of mind and heart, that we may come to know you and joy and, and may be refreshed. Lord, we thank you for your word that says that so shall my word, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Thank you that you'll send forth your, your, your host of angels to perform this work tonight. They'll perform your perfect will in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we pray and we bless you. Hallelujah. 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 Just continue to worship the peace of God. The peace of God. Hallelujah. We're not done praying yet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. The peace of God. Father, we come and confess that some people here, their hearts have been broken. Yeah, there's a lot of people on here tonight that, that are dealing with a broken heart. And we know that you love us and that you'll comfort us and help us get through all of our hard times. We believe your word that says that you will hold our hand and you'll always be there to help us. In Isaiah 41 and 13, it says, For I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. I thank you for taking fear away from us. And we declare that we'll draw closer to you through all of this. 
we're presenting our case before you today because you tell us in your word to come to me, all who are labor and are of heavy laden, and you will give us rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Lord, we ask you to help us to take your yoke. We give you this burden today that's too hard for us to carry. Help us to give you any grief and sorrow that's weighing us down. Lord, David felt this way in Psalms 38 and 17. He said, for I'm ready to fall and my sorrow is continually before me. And Lord, we know that there's a certain amount of sorrow that comes with trials and tests and being broken in spirit and going through and emotionally bankrupt. Yeah, God, there's sorrow that comes with that. But we want to make sure that our spirit of grief and sorrow and emotional issues haven't come on us. That's beyond normal emotions. Healing of damaged emotions. Jesus, you are the healer. We read in Psalms 147 and three that you heal the brokenhearted and bind up our wounds. You said that you're near to those who are who have a broken heart and save such who have a contrite spirit. Lord, thank you for healing our broken heart. I thank you that when we feel afraid and weak that we'll trust in you. You say you will preserve us from trouble and you'll surround us with songs of deliverance. Lord, let this begin to be a reality to us. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which suppresses all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Lord, before we even go to sleep tonight, we're going to read your word and rest in you and you'll give us sweet sleep. You assure us that we'll lay down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O oh Lord, make us dwell in safety. We speak your peace over us right now. We speak your peace over our house right now. We speak your peace over our job right now. You say in your word, when we lie down, we will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and sleep. Our sleep will be sweet. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid. Lord, we know that if we pray your word, it will saturate the atmosphere, summons angels to come and listen. Lord, bless the Lord. You his angels, you mighty ones who do his commandment, hearkening to the voice of his word. Lord, they will come to the sound of your word being spoken. They will listen to your instruction. Then they will go forth to perform it. They will guard and watch over us because it's written. He will give his angels charge over you to guard and watch you closely and carefully. Lord, I thank you for surrounding us with supernatural protection. Lord, let your angels come. We summon the angels now. We summon the angels. Somebody needs to summon their angels. Call them. They listen. They come. Beckon for your angels to come. Angels of protection come. Yeah, come now. We can rest in that. Lord, thank you that you can use every experience that we go through for the good of our future. We know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord. Those who are 
are called according to his purpose. Lord, we're blessed. We're prosperous. We possess happiness that, that comes by your favor. That comes by revelation of your grace, regardless to what it looks like, regardless to what we feel right now. We thank you that in your book, our past is not our future. I thank you for delivering our spirit, our soul, and our body from negative emotions. We are confident that we receive your peace now and we'll begin to see progress in the healing of our broken heart now. You say in your word, the faithful love the Lord and the, that, that love never ends. Your mercies never cease. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. We declare, just like Paul did, that our aspiration is to set aside what lies behind us and press on to the goal that is set before us by the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your promise that's found in Jeremiah 31 and 13. You'll turn our mourning into joy. You'll comfort us and make us rejoice from our sorrow. And we thank you for answering this prayer petition on our behalf right now. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Just tell him thank you. Just begin to bless him. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We're going to pray one more last time. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we come before you right now presenting our sicknesses, sicknesses in our bodies that's causing us distress. I thank you for your instruction to take the word as medicine and that it will bring healing to our body. So right now, as we profess your word, it's medicine to our body. So this time, if you're dealing with sickness in your body, I want you to chat a number one. Just press number one in chat uh, uh, if you can chat. If you're dealing with sicknesses, as we go through these scriptures, it will be medicine to the body, to the body. That's what the word of God says. And remember, the word of God cannot return back void. So the word says that uh, 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 the word is as medicine, bringing healing to the body. Lord, plead our cause and redeem us. Revive us according to your word. In Psalms 138 and 2, you say, for you have magnified your word above all your name. Lord, you say that as we serve you, we will be blessed. Bless our bread and water and take sickness from us. As the prayer of repentance was prayed earlier and forgiveness was petitioned on our behalf, you say you, you forgive every one of our iniquities and you heal all of our diseases. That's why we repented. Yes, God. Mm -hmm. and, and you say, as we declare your word, you will heal us and rescue us from the pit and from destruction. Plead our cause, O oh Lord. Fight against those who fight against us. 
take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for us. I thank you that you were wounded for our transgressions. You were bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon you. But with your stripes, we are healed. I got to say that. I say it again. I say it again. You were wounded for our transgressions. Hallelujah. You were bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of your peace was upon. Our peace was upon you. And with your stripes, we are healed now. How you say in Psalms 32, verse 1 and 2, Blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. You're our help and our shield. In you our heart rejoices, for our will trust in your name. I thank you, Lord, that your eye is on our heart. Yeah, God, that your eye is on us at all times and we'll never be hidden or lost from you. Where can we go from your spirit? Or where can we flee from your presence? <laughs> Even though we try to run from our issues and run from your spirit and run from dealing with our stuff, where can we flee to? <laughs> you'll call out to you, you you'll call out to us and we will answer you. Let your unfailing love surround us right now. We're reminded that you know right, right when Jonah messed up, you knew right where he was at all times. Even though he was running from you, he was angry with you. He had emotional issues, but you still didn't reject him. When he cried out from the belly of that well, you heard him and rescued him out of that well. Lord, if there's any anger in us towards you that, that we may not recognize, Lord, forgive us. We know there's, you know, <laughs> that, that, that there's possible, there's, poss there's a possibility that, that our sickness is demonic. Yeah, it can be. And you gave your disciples instructions on how to deal with that. In Luke 9, verses 1 and 2, you said, uh, uh, when Jesus called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and cure diseases. You sent them out to preach the kingdom of God and heal the sick. We accept this commission right now. Somebody needs to accept this calling. I'm not talking about calling to go preach. I'm talking about the commission to heal, the commission to cast out devils. We accept your commissioning right now, along with the power and the authority that you've given us. And we command the spirit of infirmity and sickness of any and all kind to leave now in the name of Jesus. Call it out, stand in your authority. Call it out, whatever it is, diabetes, go. In the name of Jesus, call it out and command it to go right now. Call it out. In the name of Jesus, we command migraine headaches to go now. We command inflammation to go now. In the name of Jesus, call it out. Command it to be so now. In the name of Jesus. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Even the mental issues that you're dealing with, call it out and command it to be loose now. Come all the way out of them right now. Uh, we know that, that, that fear is from the devil. All demons leave now. All of you, come all the way out now. All the way out of their mind. All the way out of their body. Come all the way out of their ankles, swollen knees. Inflammation, come all the way out now. In the name of Jesus. Whatever sickness, Lord, every empty space, fill it with the light of your Holy Spirit. Drive out any darkness 
that may be hiding in darkness, even sicknesses and infirmities. Lord, thank you that as we quote your word, it will wash us and cleanse us inside out. Our bodies will be swept clean and filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for healing all of our diseases. We will give them to you right now. And we thank you for exchanging sickness and infirmity with power, love, and a sound mind. I challenge you right now to get every sickness. Imagine it in your hand right now. Come on, use your imagination. Sickness, every disease that's in your body, everything that's wrong mentally and physically, put it in your hand, and I want you to make the exchange. Jesus Christ and the kingdom is reaching down to you right now. Exchange for the glory. The minute that you release it and give it to him, the glory is going to fall. I feel the anointing. I release it. Release it. And the glory of God fall now. Release. Exchange. Exchange sickness for healing. Exchange sanity for peace. Whatever it is that you need. The kingdom of heaven is right here in your face. Give it to him right now. And the glory, the glory, work the glory. I'm telling you, <laughs> the portals of heaven are open. Work the glory. The glory is here. The kingdom of heaven is here. Reach out. Y'all, y'all like tradition, reach out and grab it, as they say. Reach out. He's right here. Reach up. Exchange, exchange. There's an exchange. What's done in heaven is being brought down to earth right now. Grab your healing. Grab your deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we proclaim your word right now. That you will heal us and rescue us from the pit and from destruction. Lord, plead our cause. Fight against them that fight against us. Fight against diabetes that's fighting us. Fight against high blood pressure that's fighting against us. Fight on our behalf right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, as we continue to, to declare your word, that, that you were wounded for us, you were bruised for us, and, and with your stripes we are healed right now. We make the exchange. Yes, God, you say in Psalms 32, verses 1 and 2, Blessed is he whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. You are our help. You are our shield. In you our heart rejoices, for we will trust in your holy name. Lord, let your unfailing love surround us right now. Let your eye be open on us at all times. Let nothing be hidden from you. And we thank you, God. We thank you for healing all our diseases that we've exchanged with you right now. We've exchanged them, and we thank you for exchanging sickness and infirmity with your power love and a sound mind we thank you that heaven heaven's kingdom is coming to us now the glory of god is here now the glory yes god the grace and the glory hallelujah hallelujah we thank you lord we thank you lord thank you jesus just begin to praise him for the exchange Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You guys, thank you so much for joining me for this healing clinic. Uh, if there is anybody that would like to share a testimony, if God has done something for you tonight, uh, any healings, any any uh, one who would like to share uh, an experience that has happened with him, you can unmute yourself right now and share. The Bible says we overcome by the power of our testimony. Is there anybody that the Lord has done something for tonight in your body, in your emotions, and you'd like to share? You can unmute yourself right now and share. I'll give you just a couple of minutes. Anybody? <laughs> How do you unmute Rolinda? Hold on. Let me see if I can do it for you. Hold on. Let's see. If you're on the phone, uh, let me see if I can do it for you. Uh, unmute. There you go. There you go, Rolinda. Can you hear me, Dr. Nally? Yes, I can. Okay, it worked. <clears throat> As you were praying and after we finished doing the exchange mm -hmm. of the sicknesses, I began, I, I'm curious, and as a seer, God will show me things. I saw a flame behind Jesus, and it was like he was throwing these sicknesses. Mm, and I mm. could see the names burning up in a fire. Wow. I could see diabetes burning up in a wow. fire. I could see wow. um, anxiety and schizophrenia wow. and oh um, mental illnesses. And my, my, my. I, it just, mm, hallelujah. Thank I just, you, when I said this to God, what are you showing me? He said, I made the exchange, but I'm burning it up so it can never come back again. My God. So I, I just I just needed to share that. And I stand, I stand tonight healed from diabetes, from high blood pressure, and recently anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw that, and as you prayed those things, and you said make the exchange, I accepted the transfer. Mm -hmm. For his glory. Mm -hmm. And I just I just wanted to share with you what I saw. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My good Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Somebody, come on. That's that's a place to praise right there. My glory. God, my God. Hallelujah. Jesus. Yeah, Hallelujah. Oh, I'm unmuting everybody. I am unmuting everybody. Thank you, Lord, Let me just take Jesus. a moment. Come on, open up your mouth. Everybody, we give you glory, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory. We magnify you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, L
Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness, oh God. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Nobody here shall command it. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else like to share before we end? Dr. Natalie? Can you hear me? Hello. Oh, you know what? I muted myself. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Miss Teacher. Um, as you were praying, the last thing um, I I've I've had um three very hard pregnancies. And uh, something I've wrestled with, um, you know, is whether, you know, if I, if me and my, 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 me and my husband should continue having children, things of that nature, um, because my pregnancies are so uh, difficult. My, my body goes through, has gone through various things. I, I was, I almost died with the second one through hemorrhaging and th- different things. And, um, as I was, um, as I was praying and asking God for healing and the Lord said he was beginning to, he, he's going to begin to fix the things that have been unseen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's stuff that I know, you know, even after having my last child, it, that there's some stuff that didn't go back the way they should have went back and, you know, things of that nature. And uh, the Lord said he's going to begin to um, he's he's beginning to cause the healing. And when the time comes and, you know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But in the meantime, he's 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 causing the healing to occur. So I'm just grateful to God that, you know. That, that heaven's kingdom is open above you right now. I wish you had prophetic eyes to see it. Uh, uh, faith and, and uh, imagination 
are very similar, <laughs> I challenge you by faith to look up into heaven. And there is something that the Lord is dropping to you on earth. I, I pray you, God, open her eyes so that she can see it. By faith, look up. God has given you something. Look up, look up right now. He's exchanged. He got something for you. <laughs> look up. <laughs> My goodness. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. I bless you, Father. God, I honor you, God. I lift you up for your You, Father, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, thank you, God. I bless you. Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, I thank you. Did you get your present? Yes, ma'am, I think so. God, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, I thank you. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. Yes, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Jesus. Oh, God. You guys, thank you so much for this. I'll do this again in June. Uh, the next healing clinic will be in Charlotte, North Carolina. We'll be doing it in person, uh, coming together, coming together June. I'll give you more information as I post this. Uh, please feel free to write testimonies. Go to my website uh, and share. We're just going to take one more moment of worship, guys, and then we'll end. Join my Sorry, I am having trouble playing the music. Oh, Siri. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess Siri's having a problem. Thank you guys so much uh, for popping in. I know Keisha, Siri just cut me off. You know how they do at church, good praise breaking in. <laughs> All right, guys, this is recorded. I will email this to each and every one of you. Thank you for your support, those who were able to give. 
uh, your offerings, your blessings allow me to do all of this free stuff. Y'all realize this would have been a conference. Y'all would have had to fly in. Y'all would have had to pay 150 or more for a hotel plus registration. Then you wouldn't have got no ministry. It'd have been a real quick prayer. Y'all know it. So <laughs> thank you for uh, your seats. That allows me to do this stuff for free. Yeah, this allows me to travel to different ministries and not charge an honorarium. Y'all know that's rare, but the only way I can do that is from you all support. So thank you all of those who uh, were able to give. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys, be blessed. I look forward to hearing some of the testimonies of uh, what God has done from this experience. Be blessed.